WFIU, Bloomington, Indiana, where you don't need to be an expert if you learn something new every day. As a writer of the first person, Ernie intentionally put forth a persona unheroic. He didn't wish to be patting himself on the back as the most upright or the one with the quickest comeback. Instead, he wrote of himself as that sad sap everyone knows and little goes right for. Perhaps it was because when faced with his reality, <laughs> there wasn't much to laugh about. And instead of taking care of things on the home front, it was easier to point out why everyone else should be laughing at him. Hello, this is Ernie Pyle, the Hoosier Vagabond, and this is That Girl Who Rides With Me. I'm staying home. Welcome to the Ernie Pyle Experiment, Episode 10, The Zipper. Let's catch up with Jerry at the kitchen table of their apartment back home in Washington, D.C., as she shows us a new way to capture the magic of an asthma inhaler. coffee for that. What you do is you take the other end off and a little soap paper falls out and you roll it into a ball like so. Pop it in your mouth like this. Swig your coffee. And down she goes. I'd make you one, Jim, but I only have one left and I need to get to the drugstore. What's that? What? What are you doing? Huh? What are you hiding? Not hiding? Why are you spying? How'd you sleep? Fine now. Coffee? Sure. Anyone still here? I didn't see anyone. Give me the crosswords. Oh, for Just Christ. give me the dang thing. You can't wait to mess everything up, can you? Get off my back. It's one of the finest things in all it's life. It's an unread newspaper. Why can't you allow me this picadello? Not even if it were all you had. Witty. And you burned the coffee. You put it on. Yeah, but you're supposed to watch it. Well, I forgot. Yeah. Road routine's different than home routine. I missed the road already. Yeah. Just give me the damn crossword, you squirrel. One of the finest things in all life is the untouched, unwrinkled, unmolested American newspaper with a cup of coffee. It is a work of art. Uh, coffee, paper, uh, cigarette, tableau uh, of the perfect moment in life. One newspaper per person should be a rule. It's in an entirely different section it of the front pages. It doesn't matter. Look, look. What? All these pages are even. They match up. What is my biggest peeve in life? 
When you don't change your socks for a week? No. Oh, no, that's mine. Hmm. Oh, the straight newspaper the thing. The straight newspaper thing. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, that's right. When one of the pages is pulled off the fold because someone has to have the cross. Pages stick together. That's not my fault. It is your fault. Not when I asked you for oh, it boy. and you're holding it and you throw it at me and I have to put can it back together. T- okay, can we just have quiet now, please? Oh, Cacophony of the crossword Just puzzle. be quiet now, please. Hmm. How do you get a pencil and newspaper to make a noise? Shh. Could have given me the crossword right off the bat without all I, the gabbing. Okay, oh, quiet, quiet, please. What's a five-letter word for hypocrite? You know that was funny! Okay, okay, I'll shut up. Sit down. I'm getting more coffee. Oh. You need some? Sure. Rolled you a cig. Oh, well, thank you very much. Look at that. What? Why can't you put more tobacco in? Huh? Why would you roll me one of these pinners you make for yourself? I'll be lucky to get one drag out of this without burning my lips. Well, don't say you want one when I offer. But you said you rolled one for me. I did. You know I like more tobacco than this. So Well, what? sounds like you rolled two for you, and when I offer you another cup of coffee, you wanted to return the favor. So isn't that what marriage is? Making the other person into you, I guess it looks that way. Don't smoke at that. That isn't the point, dear. You go through tobacco three times the rate I do. It's just like, I like it when there's more at the end of the pouch. That doesn't make sense. It does to me. Listen. Let's have a nice evening home alone tonight, right? What do you say? Really? Who'd you invite over? The usual. You think it's early enough to cancel? I guess. Folks know we're in town. I know. Maybe we can get another word out to the usuals. I'd, l- I'd like to get some writing done. Okay, I'll get you some space. I like the sound of that. And what do you say let's... Let's lay off the sauce. I say you probably should then. I feel like I can't even bring up. Why do you make it that I can't request? Well, you can request anything you like. There's too much, Jerry. too much riding on every word. All this talking about nothing. Walking on eggshells, trying to get here to this point where I tell you to stop. You have to stop. Stop drinking. Stop the pills. Stop buying those damn inhalers. Stop this darkness. You stop getting in my way. Chris! Later that evening, in the kitchen of the old pile speakeasy, Ernie and a friend discover that the inventor of the zipper hadn't yet worked out its kinks. Don't move. Don't move. Got it. I can't see your your hand is in the way. Shh. You hear that? No. Feel it? No. Ah. 
Lost oh. it. Damn it. <sighs> Try again. All right, hold still. Oh, boy, I don't think I ever had to urinate more than I had to today. Oh. I tell you, this damn zipper, maybe it's all in my head, but the more I thought about it, the more I had to pee. Oh, I felt something. No. No, shoot. How the hell would they sell you a pair of pants oh, like this? Oh, you're telling me. What is so wrong with buttons? All right, pull. <laughs> shoot. Someone's at the door. Get the gin out, Ernie. I thought you put the word out. I did. I bet that porch load is from your office. Oh, you're probably right. Bought some gin anyway. They're here, so coming, coming. She had a couple, had she? Oh, well, yeah. She, she's just happy to be home. One, I guess. two, three, and okay. now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, very good, very good. Sounds now, if you'd awful. be so kind as to never do that again. Boo yourself, you think I'm kidding? Shh, shh, pile, pile, I didn't know that Bill liked you in that way. What, what? way? <laughs> hey, Pile, why is Bill clamping your bird with a pair of pliers? Don't worry <laughs> about it, Polly. Hey, Pile. Hey, I'm shut just... it, Polly. Put a put a drink in your mouth. <laughs> Won't do, will do. Uh, where is the booze? Sounds like he's already oh, had a few. All right, Bill. Let me stable myself here. I'll get a good grip on my belt, and then you pull downward. Hey, y'all, come, come watch this. <laughs> nope. Won't work. We need something like a, a claw of a hammer. Yeah. I can jab the tab down there so it won't slip. It's a good idea. I don't know if I have a hammer. Honey? Yes, dear? Do we have a hammer? In the kitchen. I use it on the dishes. Polly. 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 What? Stick that thing up your kazoo, would you? Sorry, pile. Hey, but once I, like I start, I, I can't get that damn song. Tell me head. about it. I've had it in mind since last February. One? I have nightmares about it where it's playing. I can't find a road out of Ohio. Oh. Hey, Polly. Not oh. even Sousa. Don't play Sousa at all. Susa. Going through the holidays. Ugh. Christmas already? Oh, boy. Polly, get that out of your mouth and get over here and grab a hold of something. Grab a hold of my pants at the cuffs. Now, Bill, you do the other thing. What's so wrong with Ohio anyway, What's wrong honey? with Ohio? Seltzer, Saunders, Burkholder, Matson, and Grote. He! Burkholder's trying to get me fired. Ah, the tab bent. So... Got something against the Indians pitching staff? Uh, yeah, I, I wish. No, they're the editors of the five Ohio Scripps Hour papers, the big five. Okay, put your zipper up against the table. I'll whack it back straight. I'll whack it. Give that hammer. Oh, the Whoa. hell you will. We take a turn <laughs> whacking it? I'm gentle. Don't move. So, you don't like these editors? Okay, same position. Everybody. Oh, they're fine, fellas, but they write telegrams every week asking for me to come back. I'm sick of it. Okay, heat. <laughs> again. It's a compliment if you ask me. Yeah, it'd be nice to be so wanted. You fellas can't let a guy complain. Aww, woe is you. Well, whenever I get to Ohio, I drive straight to the center of the state. That way, whichever Wait, direction I go, I'm leaving still. Ohio. Let me get down here. Uh, have you tried this yet? What? What the? Oh. Hey! You can't spit on a fella's pants shh, like that? Shh, shh. Well, would you look at that? 
Told you. Step back. I'm never putting these on again. <laughs> You're just gonna be walking around in your underwear now. Yeah, who says I have on any underwear? Whoa! Ooh. Don't lift your shirt tails. I believe ya. I'm gonna throw these pants out the window. Who wants a drink? What I'll... the hell? Hey. hey, what's the big idea? If he isn't wearing any pants, I don't know why I have to. I'm with you. Oh, I ain't wearing pants. Nobody's wearing oh, pants around oh, here. I'm not wearing oh. pants either. Does these big bridges make me itch anyway? Oh, <laughs> feels good. Boy, everybody, keep your pants so on. Free. Watch out for the Hoosier moon. <laughs> what? The very next hangover in the pile kitchen. Hot. Best cup of coffee in the world. Just the coffee, thanks. I already took the crosswords out, so don't shackle your hackles. Jeez Louise, can't you get your own newspaper? You just consider this one is my newspaper? And then you're messing things up according to how I like to disturb the perfection of such a work of art? Oh, boy. That's right, old boy. Is anyone still here? Hmm? Yes. Who is it? It's two people. Who? No. <laughs> it's one. Okay, who? I don't know. They're under a pile of coats. Who left their coats? Maybe it's just a pile of coats. Who would leave their coats? Go kick it. Kick what? The pile of coats. You go kick it. We can't have anybody sleeping over here all day. Why not? They'll just be back for cocktails anyway. It's Saturday. Can we not have everyone over again tonight, huh? We're not going to be in town much longer. What difference does that make? Okay, grumpy. I need to ride. Well, you could have written last night. You brought Bill home with you. Well, what about everyone else? You are supposed to tell everyone we were having the night off. I did. Everyone that came was from your office. I know, I forgot. Well. All right, let's try again tonight. What do you want to do? Let's just drink water, stare at each other. <laughs> you need a night off. I'll tell you what I need and don't need, thank you. Give your liver a break. Give your armpits a bath. Hey. Hey yourself. I can deal with you drinking too much on the road. What do you mean too much? Here everyone knows who you are. So what? Okay, well, they're concerned about you, only they don't tell you about it, they tell me. Oh, then I sit please. on it with my conscience all day. It takes up some very valuable space up there. I'd rather be thinking about story writing. Don't. It's true. You're just trying to pick a fight. I'm just trying to tell you how just I go feel. Go get your typewriter and start writing, you time waster. Don't put your being a lazy do-nothing on me. You drank just as much as anybody last night, you pacey fop doodle. Let's just take a night off, shall we? I'll be the judge of that. So here we are again. Here we are. What are you staring at? Go tell that pile of coats to go home. <laughs> it's nobody. Who left their damn coat? It's not coats. What? What is it? <laughs> a pile of pants. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm listening. I'm running out of ideas. Go, go on then. It's about nothing. <laughs> it's not, I'm not sure it's worth the space. I'll tell you what's worth it or not. Just read. All right. I had a horrifying adventure with a pair of pants. It began out in St. Paul when I bought a new gray suit. I bought it there because it was in St. Paul that the bottom fell out of my old pants. And because 
I like to show off as a much-traveled young man and say casually, Oh, yes, this tie came from Germany, and I got this green sweater in Portland, Maine, and these gloves in Knoxville, and my white socks in El Centro, California, and these shoes in Indianapolis, and this gray suit I picked up in St. Paul. It was a nice suit and had two pairs of pants, one with buttons up the front, the other with a zipper. I had never had a zipper on a pair of pants, and I thought that was hot stuff. The super, super salesman clinching the deal said, this is one zipper that works, too, and don't you forget it. So I bought the suit and was measured for alterations. I picked up the altered suit that evening and left St. Paul early next morning without trying it on. They had it altered all right, but they altered it down to the point where I couldn't get into it. It cost $6 to have it altered back up. But the real story is about that zipper. It never did work very well. It ran like a cogwheel train off the track. It made a ripping noise, and you had to pull with all your strength to get it up or down, and it kept getting worse. One day, when I put on the suit after it had come from the cleaners, it took me five minutes to close the zipper. That should have been sufficient warning, but my mind was on other things, so I went downtown wearing those pants. During the morning, I had occasion to work the zipper, but it wouldn't budge. I yanked and I pulled and I tugged, but no go. I pulled so hard that the little metal tab cut a gash in my thumb, and I had to go and wrap it up. Finally, I had to call for help. An ex-football player on the Washington News staff managed to get it open by wrapping a handkerchief around his thumb and bracing himself while I pulled up on the top of the pants. By that time, I was thoroughly alarmed, and I kept within calling distance of aid all day. It happened twice more before evening. I had to get a government clerk and then a fellow in a garage to help me. When I got home, I decided to get out of those pants right away, but I couldn't get them off. The zipper wouldn't move. We had a dinner guest, a great big fella, and he thought he could zip the zipper all right. He was just a fool. He couldn't even get it started. He cut his thumb on the metal tab and got mad, and I got mad. And I don't know what might have happened if I hadn't thought of a hammer. I got the hammer, had him slip the claw over the tab. Then, while I pulled up the pants with all my might, he pushed down on the hammer. Sort of worked. The zipper came open about half an inch at a time. We were going along pretty good when suddenly the metal tab collapsed under the strain and bent up in a half circle, and the hammer claw wouldn't stay on it. From then on, after every heave with the hammer, I'd have to work the tab up over the kitchen table, and he'd hammer it down flat again, and. Well, we got the zipper open in a little less than half an hour. I didn't put on the other pair of pants, the one with the buttons. Didn't need any dinner either. Didn't feel like dinner somehow. I just went to bed, turned out the lights, and lay there with my jaws clenched, staring at the darkness. After a while, I went to sleep. It's perfect. Don't touch it. You think so? Sure. It's about a guy wrestling with something that should be so easy to pin. But he doesn't have the wits. <laughs> that right. That's right. Cheers. <laughs> you okay? <laughs> I guess you didn't like it then? Oh, I like it. I just took a sip of this water, and my tongue didn't know what it was.
Next time on the Ernie Pyle Experiment. This interview in the Olive Hotel. Yeah, it was a nice hotel. We were up in my room working on a few bottles listen? of beer after dinner. It was Sherman Stevenson. Oh. He was in line yesterday for relief. Two months ago, that man owned 800 head of cattle. I can't imagine. It don't skip anybody. Started about 100 miles from the eastern border of the Dakotas and extended all the way to western Montana. We can't let people die. Well, I hope not. That's our main concern at the RA. Congress is pushing mighty hard to kill the relocation administration right now. Everyone thinks it's too socialist, even the liberals. He became accustomed to dried field and burned pasture, day upon day, driving through the ruined country. I can get you set up in a house. <laughs> We're the stainest fools in Powder River country I ever saw. Back next week with more stories from the Ernie Pyle experiment. I'm Dan V. Prescott, here to say the good road never ends if you only stay on it. The Ernie Pyle experiment was created by Michael Brainerd with a little help from the great Ernie Pyle. Episode 10, The Zipper. Jerry Pyle was played by Greta Lynn. Ernie Pyle, Michael Brainerd. Bill, Loraldo Anzaldua. Polly Palmer, Josh Burkholder. Dan V. Prescott, Tim Grimm. Carry On and On, Peter Spellos. Executive producer at WFIU, John Bailey. Sound director, script editor, and co-executive producer, Russell McGee. Writer, director, and co-executive producer, Michael Brainerd. Sound design, Chancellor Edmiston. Composer, Ryan Chase. Music assistant, Francis Crichon. Foley artists, Brian Barnes and Nicholas Crone. Production assistants, Brian Barnes, Chancellor Edmiston, Jason Fruits, and Nicholas Crone. A very special thanks to the Ernie Pyle Legacy Foundation, promoting the life and work of the great Ernie Pyle. Another special thank you to the Media School at Indiana University. The Ernie Pyle Experiment was produced at WFIU on the campus of Indiana University. Find past episodes wherever you access your media at WFIU.org. Hmm. Someone just sent this to me. What is this? TikTok. I'm carry on and on. On and on and on and on. I'm carry on and on. Apparently, I'm trending, as they say. WFIU, Bloomington, Indiana. I'm Carrie O'Nannan. I'm Carrie O'Nannan. And on and on, on and on. I carry O'Nannan. Go on and on that nausea. I'm Carrie O'Nannan. On and on and on and on. I'm carry on and on.